You're listening to CPR. My name is Rex. And my name is Josh. And we have an exciting episode planned for you guys today. And stay tuned until the end because we've got some really exciting news for you guys. Yes. Regarding the podcast and maybe some soft, comfortable cloth. Uh, yes. It's also a surprise even to us. Yes. We were not aware of this until uh, 30 seconds ago. Sure. So. That's... All right, well, um, okay. Rex, what happened in your week this past week? That just happened this, this week. Wow. Uh, I don't even know where to begin with that. I <laughs> Begin with this week. This week. That's an excellent place to start. Just like the very beginning. I honestly just like don't even know where to begin with this week. It's been the same pretty much consistently. I've just been doing work going to my program on Tuesday and Thursday nights and on Saturday. I did get to uh, record with a really cool, awesome musician named Nate. Um, he's very talented, and we got to record a demo for his song. So, yeah, that's about it. Mm, that sounds awesome. Well, my family went to Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Ooh, a fun place. For vacation and for a couple days it was fun there are a lot of people there there are if you have never been there um even with covid yes wow it's almost like that multiplied the number of people <laughs> so there are like mountain trails around there they're fun mm -hmm. to go on that don't have as many people as downtown gatlinburg yes and so we decided to go on one of these trails and you know knowing us we did not come prepared with umbrellas. Oh, of so, course. So what do you think happened with, on our walk? Only uh, the inevitable deluge of Noah's sunshine. Flood it was ridiculously bright. 2.0. Ah, uh, yes. Rain. Yeah. So lovely water. Drenched all over again. Remember that golf story I told that one time? I do. Yeah, so this was The one was where you got worse. beat by the guy with one arm? No, this is a different one. Oh, okay. But anyway, so got really wet, and this was like a 40-minute-plus hike to get there and then 40 minutes back. So about 30 minutes on the way there, that's when the rain started. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so we had no umbrellas. Yeah, it was great. <laughs> um, we also went to the aquarium, which was really fun. Um, it's interesting to see how businesses cope with the coronavirus yeah. by decreasing the number of programs that they offer while simultaneously not decreasing the price. Yeah. So, yeah, that was cool to see all the closed exhibits. Um, yeah, good stuff. <laughs> Because apparently fish can get the coronavirus. One thing that was open that I was really surprised about. So only in America would you pay money to stick your arm in a tank full of sharks and, and stingrays. Let's oh, let's boy. just think about this for a moment. Um, danger, danger, danger. Oh, let me stick my arm in it. So yeah. Um, you're not paying for the experience. You're paying for the adrenaline, Josh. Um, except for the fact that they're baby sharks that just barely swim past you oh okay and you feed them i mean you can just go to charleston and go on the pier and there'll be guys catching baby sharks really yeah i told that story oh on, yeah i remember that maybe on episode seven i'm not sure did you go to the mirror maze no oh that was that's a pretty cool thing if you ever go to gatlinburg is the mirror maze did you go to dollywood in pigeon forge no no you didn't see i i 
couldn't care less about Dollywood. I'm sorry. Why are you asking All of the that? Dolly Parton fans. Because there are big, exciting things in the Gatlinburg Pigeon Forge area. Yeah, and I was well, asking if you saw them. From the outside looking in. Ah, okay. <laughs> Got it. Yep. Um, so that was fun. My trip was fun. Uh, so to look forward to in this episode, we have the news joe biden picks senator kamala harris as his vice president running mate what does that mean and where does she stand on several issues we'll talk about that right rex we will um should christians defy the government and reopen Ooh, this is a really interesting topic and i can see kind of both sides we'll discuss them both coming up rex has a surprise for us and then of course our pure questions and exciting news exciting at news the end the end of all things the apocalypse no that just reminded me of a, a line from lord of the rings but i can't remember which part anyway it's probably from the beginning anyway um <laughs> so uh talking about joe biden picking his running mate. Joe jiden yes so joe biden finally decided to uh pick his running mate kamala harris she is a senator from california right yes 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 yeah sure we'll go with that all right um, look that up real quick. i'm gonna look up some info on kamala harris all right <laughs> we're prepared for this folks obviously um so kamala harris um champ was championed by the new york times as a moderate is that true well stay tuned to find there out there are no moderates in politics all right so uh kamala harris as basically just her platform uh supports medicare for all the green new deal late term abortion and she has also fought in the past to restrict religious liberty now let's let's break those down individually as policies and could they work so beginning with medicare for all let's let's think about this for a second um so basically higher taxes government uh paying for your health care what do you think about that rex i i think at its core it seems like a really great and helpful idea especially hey medical care is expensive and a lot of people just can't afford to pay for it but when you look at the root cause of uh why medical care and things like that are so expensive um it, it really comes down to the fact that like insurance itself insurance is only necessary because of the way that the government and uh the big medical corporations and everything works together because it shouldn't cost as much as it does to get some of these procedures or even like the scans and these big like cat scan machines and things like that the um i believe it's the fda or maybe not the fda one of these um big government organizations doesn't allow the resale of those large machines even if they work perfectly fine and so it costs 
sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars to get a new one and stay updated. But the old one just has to get thrown away because you can't resell it to a smaller medical company that could buy that and use it to provide more inexpensive medical care that was just as high quality. And so Medicare for All seems like a really great and helpful idea to people that can't necessarily afford medical care now. But the reason that medical care is so expensive is partially because of insurance and the way that things work with that. Bernie Sanders has been kind of a champion for Medicare for all. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's said in the past, he's like, oh, Medicare or uh, healthcare for uh, is a human right. And it's kind of interesting to think about that. Well, like what, what determines what's a human right? Like hearing, oh, you should be taken care of as uh just for being a human that sound that appeals to our sense of fairness uh, type of thing of human decency Mm -hmm. let me just kind of go with what you're saying i in my opinion human rights uh are limited to things that do not uh come in and take advantage of other people's time or money or other people's rights in general if one of your if you have something that you are calling a right, but it is infringing on somebody else's freedom. Like, hey, I you that, that's going into somebody's place of work and saying, give me this for free, and then having somebody else pay for it. That's not how rights work. Rights are things that are free to everybody that don't cost anyone anything. And there, there's a little bit more of a broad definition that you can take with that, but... I, I, I see what you're saying for sure. Yeah, like when we think of rights, I've kind of collected my thoughts at this point. Okay. <laughs> um, when we think of rights, we think of, well, we have the right to life. We have the right to living. We have the right to own property. Uh, for the most part, we have <laughs> the right to uh, usually, for the most part, do whatever we want on that property, as long as it doesn't involve building a nuclear missile. Ah, yeah. So Rex just called you out on that, by the way. Um, oh boy. Uh, <laughs> so when we, but when we think of, well, those are not things that other people have to necessarily pay for. Like nobody, uh, other people aren't going to be paying for your property for the most part if you own it, mm-hmm. if you buy it. Um, people aren't going to be paying for your life necessarily. For Unless the most part. they hire a hitman, in which case. Um, well, way to take a dark turn. <laughs> but when we think about healthcare for all, um, basically it's a lot of everybody else's pain for what you deem as you need. And even if you do need it, yeah. it's still the concept of everybody paying for everybody else instead of doing stuff for their self. And let me jump back in here. Obviously, as we've already established, your rights do not come at somebody else's expense. But... I do think that we should be paying for other people's medical care, but not in the way that is being proposed as a government policy. I think that's our job as the church, that we should have been doing this from the very beginning. All the time when people need help, we should be there providing help and support to them. We don't need the government to do that because that's our job as Christians. So why, why are we waiting for the government to do it for us when us as churches and as just people in general, decent human beings can be saying, hey, you need help. I'm going to help you with that. So that's my thoughts. Wow, yeah, 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 I know. 
imagine that. Yeah, that it is a biblical principle, yeah. Let's move on to the Green New Deal. Ooh. This, so she supports this. Eliminating and, farting cows by 2024? <laughs> yep, that's the official stance of the Green New Deal. So for our audience, just to break down some of the concepts um, introduced in this kind of wacky proposal. Um, wacky. So no cows, uh, no planes, and no coal mining. So all Americans would have full benefits, free education, health care, housing, and there would be economic security for all who are unable or get this unwilling to work. So basically, if you don't want to work, you don't have to. You still get money from the government, which in my opinion, that's just asking for everybody to quit their job and rely on the government, which, in fact, is what the left is wanting. They, um, This is kind of an interesting side note of their tactics. They want to create this kind of dependency on the government because the more dependent people are on the government, the bigger it needs to be, the more the government has power. Um, that's why a lot of people are, are against things like welfare and stuff like that and social security because it just creates a reliance on the government and things like that, um, which I, I can definitely see the frustration with. And that's a, a bigger topic for another day. But I can definitely see where people come from for, for that perspective. So just kind of breaking down some of these policies. No cows. Let's kind of skip that. That's just that. That's the one that everyone likes to riff on, but it's smaller <laughs> In the grand scheme of things. So talk about no planes. So AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, the representative who originally suggested the Green New Deal, um, suggested trains going places instead of planes. Which still burn fossil fuels just in a different form. So They would be energy efficient trains. Oh, Rex. like solar powered trains. Oh, yes. Got it. Mm-hmm. And, of course, for all of you who would need to go to France, Europe, Asia, you would you would take a train. Cause, Underwater trains. Because that's what you do. You, you take trains across the sea. That would be sick, though. Like an underwater train? I'd in, be like, through a glass sick. tube? That would be so cool. You realize how much that would cost? Never mind. I am fully in support of the Green New Deal. <laughs> <laughs> Just for an underwater train to Europe. Rex. Well, okay. Um, Australia is still stuck, though. Yeah, that's true. Um, also, banning coal mining, so that's a lot of the life. Everybody in West of... Virginia is out of a job now. I'm sorry, <laughs> West Virginians. That was. <laughs> Moving on. So, coal mining is a great source of income for jobs, for uh, energy. For a lot of the U.S., mm -hmm. it's um, one of the biggest sources of energy. Just yep. in, yeah, the whole thing. So, a uh, proposal to get rid of that, mm -hmm. and all all these things. It's a, just basically a government takeover of our daily lives, which I oppose for several what? reasons. Because I want to be able to go down and get a hamburger if I deem fit. Wow, and. Uh, they're proposing to take away our hamburgers because no cows means no hamburgers unless you're one of those people that eats veggie burgers well Ugh. yeah they've got the burger king has their new beyond burger that you can eat and i saw um they have like a, a science some science labs are actually i don't know what other kind of labs but i think there's a lab that you can actually grow a beef burger in like a petri dish 
and grow it and then cook it. Can't remember where I saw that, but that's um, all we need. About just to throw up. Yeah, just cloning cows just for the purpose of burgers. They'll be very expensive um, and not that tasty. Yeah, <laughs> just sounds gross. Also, so going back to Kamala Harris, she supports late late term abortion. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just kind of bad in yeah, and of just, itself. Ugh. We don't have to go into that. That's grosser than the Petri dish burgers. <laughs> and she fought to restrict religious liberty when she was the attorney general can of you, Can you elaborate California. on that? So, I would like to know more. Um, let me. Uh, so she prosecuted, a, I think it was had to do with uh, freedom of expression, uh, things like that uh, with, oh, no, no, this was, so with Hobby Lobby. Okay. Uh, with not wanting to provide abortions, I believe. And she was like, hey, you have to provide abortions. And they were like, this is restricting our freedom of expression of religion because mm-hmm. we do not, we think abortions go against our uh, religious beliefs. And she's like, who cares? And so- even outside of that, whether or not you believe uh, abortion is morally wrong or not, the government is also just telling a business how to business and i don't think that's acceptable either mm-hmm. but it that requires ignoring the fact that abortion is horrible so so you can see how she is all along the lives lines of this huge government control yeah and absolutely joe biden uh obviously picked her supports her policies things like that i don't know that he did pick her but we'll go with that narrative <laughs> Just he's this is where that ticket kind of lies with the big government control. Think about this. Is that what you want running the country? Question mark. Question mark. All right. Cool. Hashtag vote gold. (laughs) Um, How are we doing on time? We are doing great on time. All right. So we have our next topic. Should churches defy the government and reopen? And I thought this was a really interesting thing when I thought about it actually a while ago so i looked up some bible verses and these could be kind of said to go for either side of the issue so let me find so the first one please note that we are not saying there are contradictions in the bible we're saying that these could be twisted to look like there are contradictions in the bible there's a very important distinction there all right so this is hebrews thirteen seventeen. yes correct rex uh have confidence in your leaders and submit to their authority because they keep watch over you as those who must give an account do this so their work will be a joy not a burden for that would be of no benefit to you so that's kind of going along the lines of obey your leaders Mm -hmm. um submit to authority and there are other verses in the bible that um go along those lines but there's again there's this is acts uh, chapter 4 verses 19 through 20 but Peter and John replied which is right in God's eyes to listen to you or to him you be the judges Ooh. as for us we cannot help speaking about what we have seen and heard so Peter and John with the smackdown right there what do you think about that Rex? I, I think it's a, a another great example of the fact that uh, in both cases we are listening to God as the highest authority. It can absolutely be twisted as we discussed, but I think it's um, clear, at least in what they're saying, that God should be our ultimate authority. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, and it kind of breaks down to what do you view as more important? Um, do you view as almost sadly your livelihood? Because if you um, cross the government, you, they can kind of destroy you. Um, uh, your job, your reputation, things like that. Do you, um, what do you value over, or do you value worshiping God? Yeah, like it's it's a lot easier choice to make if you're single, because if you're single and you get arrested, you get to go and live on the government dime in prison. But uh, if That's you have a family, one way of looking at it. <laughs> <laughs> if you have a family, I mean, you've got them and taking care of them to think about. So. Yeah, and we would probably all like to say that we would say, oh, yeah, sure, uh, haul me off to prison. I'll, <laughs> but uh, when it really comes down to it, it's kind of, I, I don't know, at least for me, it's kind of... Uh, it's a scary thought. Yeah, it's, it's really scary. And this is the thing that I think is really difficult because we can't know. We can't know this for sure. But is meeting in churches during a pandemic? Obviously, there are all sorts of people saying one way or another whether this is a risk or whether it's not a risk. But if it is a risk, in the case where it is a risk, would is that what God would want us to be doing, potentially putting other people's lives at risk? Or would it be a factor of no, the people that aren't comfortable don't have to, but you should be meeting if you are able to and feel safe doing so. It, it's a it's a really tricky situation to navigate because obviously there is a danger here. Um, there there are people that have died from coronavirus. I, I heard about one lady that was not in any of the high risk categories. She got it, and within 24 hours, without exhibiting exhibiting symptoms, she died. And so there's clearly a risk, but it's hard for us to know exactly how we should handle things, especially because we get these quote unquote mixed messages from both scientists and from the government and from even our friends and neighbors. And it's really hard for us to know how we should react. And I think the key is not listening to people, but trying to listen to the Holy Spirit and see what he says, because it's hard. Yeah, and what you're saying about the risk kind of reminded, like, in Acts, the the church they had to, or and after Acts with the in uh, the Rome the Roman Empire and with all the persecution everywhere they faced, sometimes they had to go underground and meeting together was a risk. Then it was a different type of risk mm -hmm. to be sure, but it was a risk then as well. And it's just something that I guess you have to pray about things like that. And we'd, we'd love to know your guys' thoughts. What risks, uh, at least from, if you've got any ideas on what risks we should and should not be taking, we'd love to hear what you guys think. Because this is not a, as with most topics we discuss on here, we're not going to have a definitive answer. And or so will we? hearing, uh, hearing every side of the situation is a really great thing for us to grow as well. All right, send your questions to rexandjoshcpr at gmail.com or... At rexandjoshcpr on Twitter and Instagram. We love your questions, comments, and concerns. Oh, yes. <laughs> I'm sure they have many concerns. Mostly about concerns. our mental health and things like that. All we right. appreciate you guys checking in. Rex, <laughs> I heard you have a, another surprise for us. I do. So I wasn't really sure where to go with this because there are... Uh, that last article, the uh, the article I had last week was, I, I think, a real a real zinger. It was funny and relatable to our area, 
oh, and yes. very was, relatable. I mean, not to us personally, but to our I local see area. It was all the great. time. <laughs> but this one, I just thought it was worth the giggles. Uh, so, Rhode Island issues tax refund checks signed by Walt Disney and Mickey Mouse. <laughs> All so, right, then. The Rhode Island Division of Taxation sent more than 175 checks with the celebrity signatures. Um, so this was just a mistake. I'm not... It doesn't actually say in the article, I'm disappointed, it doesn't say where the signatures came from or why they had checks signed by Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney. But... Um, Sure, it wasn't like a joke or saying something like that. No, these were actually sent out. Yeah, these were actually sent out. They um, they were the only signature lines that were printed on were the two with Mickey Mouse and Walt Disney. But just the fact that Rhode, the state of Rhode Island, like the state you hear the least about in the news, had checks by seemingly random. Like, how did they get these, Josh? Uh, yeah, that, that's a good question, and considering I have all the answers, I don't know. Um, but, like, is Walt Disney secretly alive and working for this, the Rhode Island oh, Department of Taxation? Oh, you know Walt taxation? Disney is alive, and he's secretly working for the government. I mean... Mixie, Mickey Mouse is also alive. He's a real person. Well, I thought that Walt Disney had had his brain cryogenically frozen and stored in Cinderella's castle so that they can revive him and capture his genius when we have the technology to do that see rex that's where it is we have the technology to do it wow and we did it so walt disney is walking among us you heard it today. here first walt disney works for the rhode island department of taxation apparently department of taxation there i can't remember what the thing was and i think i closed the tab out so oh come on rex <laughs> yep breaking news you only hear it on cpr because nobody else will cover it oh yeah Anyway, uh, let's move on to some of our peer questions. questions. Wow, we didn't say that in sync. Bummer. Yeah, but I said it better. Just kidding. Josh did say it better. You guys can attest to that, right? All right. What's our? We have a question from Instagram, don't we? We do. Emily says, I'm trying to spread the word at school. Any ideas on how I could do that? Well, you can always send out our Instagram uh, or our Twitter uh links or our email you can just say hey guys um check out this awesome podcast i'm listening to josh josh uh i think she i think she's talking about the the word of god oh Um, that word (laughs) um yes that word well that one is also important yes also uh (laughs) if you're going along those lines uh well you can always um send them god's email Yes. Oh, oh boy. Yes, you could send them God's email. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> I don't even know where to begin with this. So, actually, quick side note. So, when I was little, when my parents were like, <laughs> oh, give tithe. And I was like, okay, here's, like, my $3. And it, it went on in this little bucket thing. And I'm like, I wonder how they know to mail it to heaven. <laughs> I wonder how it gets there. Is there a United Heaven Service? Postal heavens or <laughs> angel service, whatever. Um, I just thought that was kind of funny. Yes, anyway, that back is funny. to uh, <laughs> witnessing to people. <laughs> uh, Rex, what do, what do you think about this? Have you ever been in a situation where you have been confronted with an unbeliever, non-believer? I, I have, but I don't think I have very much experience with it. I've, For the most part, I've been in 
really Christian circles my entire life. Um, that's I, I grew up uh, going to private school and never really interacting with anybody who wasn't a Christian. When we moved from um, when we moved from California over here, we pretty much started homeschooling from the get-go, and I was in Christian Boy Scout groups and Christian homeschool co-ops, and most of my extracurriculars were, to a certain extent, uh, like I did Taekwondo with a Christian dojo, um, or whatever the term for that is. Uh, <laughs> I think really there were only a couple times when I, when I wasn't among Christians and I did my best in those cases, but I don't know that I have much experience. I think the key is just to not make compromises in the way that you live your life. Start by leading, I, I know this is kind of generic advice, but start by living an example of the gospel and use that as a, a starting point for conversation. Yeah, definitely. If people see that you're different in some way, the way that you talk, the way that you dress, the way that you uh, have friends, you approach people, uh, things like that. When people see that they're uh, you're different, they're going to wonder, why are you different? And then that can be a great opening to a conversation, um, inviting people to church, youth group, things like that. Um, I'm kind of in the same situation as Rex. I haven't been confronted with too many situations. There was an agnostic at my church one time that I believe I've talked about. Mm -hmm. uh, he had a lot of apologetics uh, questions that that was useful to have knowledge of. Yeah, definitely. Um, so just uh, know the basic truths of what you believe. And like Rex said, don't make compromises with... Uh, blending those with kind of the world's ideology um yeah for sure and uh, i i think like there's that. like uh, as josh mentioned with uh apologetics there's the classic uh verse in first peter uh first peter three fifteen. but in your hearts revere christ as lord always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have that's just the classic verse that everybody likes to say in apologetics but i don't think this is necessarily cookie cutter uh, especially sharing the word is not uh, a cookie cutter experience every time it's going to be different and i think uh, a, a good friend of mine shared this with me recently uh, she said that you're not going to know what to say when you share the gospel you're going to have to trust the holy spirit to give you the words to say in that moment so no matter how much apologetics knowledge you have no no matter how well you've studied the bible those things will help you but the real key is that the Holy Spirit's going to give you what to say in that moment. So, Yep. Just trust in God. All right, cool. We have a comment. It's not necessarily a question, is it? Yes, that is uh, certainly what we have. It is from Tony, who says, Josh is accurate regarding social media on episode 10. And what would would you like to remind us what you said about social media, Josh? Um, I believe I was talking about uh, 
freedom of expression yes uh things oh removing like the legal um shield about being a forum yeah uh things like that if you didn't check out episode 10 go back and check it out it was pretty awesome good stuff top 10 episode definitely But thank you, Tony, for that. That and makes you guys, me feel awesome. Yeah, if you guys have anything that you, you liked in a particular episode that you agreed with or that you disagreed with, let us know. Or if you just have things that you thought were funny, share those with us. We, we, love, we love knowing that we're funny. We just start getting a bunch of hate mail. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we have one more question. Actually, this is two questions two questions um but we so it says so why are there different water flavors uh, and i rex like did like extensive research i was just gonna say they're different brands things like that but rex actually like i didn't do extensive research i i did like why does different water taste different and clicked on the first article so, <laughs> so I, I wouldn't call that extensive but basically um it it the thing that gives different water different tastes is a the uh, the source because a lot of water comes from different sources and then b the type of filtration so like water that comes from different springs with different minerals uh in those springs tends to taste different so like water that comes from like a glacier might taste different than water that comes from a mountain spring with minerals in it um and water that is like taken from the ocean and desalinated and filtered that's going to have a different taste just because of the source and the minerals that it comes into contact so like with. if i water in my mouth and i spit it out is that going to taste different oh boy will it it's going to taste like beef jerky i can't stand beef jerky red i don't know i don't know what your your saliva just does something to the water wow you don't know what my saliva tastes like fake friend <laughs> <laughs> all right uh moving Only on then. true friends <laughs> um if you could go to an alternate universe anytime you want, what would it consist of, Rex? Go for it. Oh, boy. I think you should start with this one. I don't know what to say. <laughs> all right. So, first of all, it would consist of uh, me in, uh, making a podcast that was actually funny and uh, sounded good, things you like that. You would have a, a good co-host. <laughs> <laughs> I would be uh, rich because that's all that matters in life, obviously. Uh, Why, would you need to be rich, though, or would you already have everything you needed? Oh. Or do I have everything that I need right here, Rex? Just me and the microphones and my laptop? That's I was all you need, Josh. Meaning, like, my Bible and family, but sure. Oh, that too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what about My you, laptop Rex? isn't everything you need. <laughs> Not really. You know, it falls short in a couple categories. I, I don't know. I feel like if I was to go to an alternate universe, I would probably do something dumb like have it just be a giant mic locker because i like microphones a lot but that's kind of a boring answer all the people are mike named mike (laughs) and they're hey mike point three (laughs) it's just a locker room full of guys named mike (laughs) welcome to the mic locker (laughs) that's my alternate reality wow high aspirations no i feel like i would just want some I really don't know. I maybe just somewhere where I had a really cool job. Cuz hmm. that's not going on right now. <laughs> in late in a year or so or soon, Rex. Or soon, Josh. Huh? 
I'm not the one wanting a job. Well, I mean, I do you want need, a job. You should get a job. That I, would be cool. I should get a job. Audience, where do you think I should get a job? Send it in. Turkey Dan's. I don't even know if that's a place, that's but if there's not. a place anyway, called Turkey Dan's. what's our surprising news? Rex? All right, guys. So we have some really exciting news. Um, Josh and I have been working very hard on this. That's not true. I, I did nothing. This was all Rex. Yes, but uh, I, I wanted to bring you in on it. So we're, Josh and I did this together. We are working on setting up a merch store with some cool designs in it. I will be posting the designs and the link to the merch store very soon. If you check the, um, the show notes for this episode or Twitter or Instagram, we are going to be putting up links to it soon. We've got designs with our logo and a special Doug-related design Ooh. for episode 11. So if you guys are looking forward to some merch, go check that out. It's going to be relatively inexpensive in terms of merch, but it is not like going to Walmart and buying a $5 t-shirt. So if you want to support the show, it would be greatly appreciated, but no pressure, obviously. We just love all of the support that you guys already give us. So What if they say they want to take support away from the show? If you want to take support away from the show, I don't know. Defund the CPR. Yes. <laughs> all right. Um, well... So that's really exciting. I'll be sure to pick up my CPR t-shirt, Rex, will you? Oh, yeah. And if you guys get any, um, if you guys buy any CPR merch, please be sure to take pictures in it and tag us on Twitter and Instagram. We would love to repost and share your pictures wearing our merch. Yes, CPR awesome fans. You'll oh, receive yeah. CPR super fan status. You'll definitely get a shout out on the show, at least, if you buy some merch. All right, cool. So I guess that's about it, isn't that it, That is about it. All right. Well, this has been another secret broadcast from an undisclosed location within a thousand mile radius of Doug. Maybe even in the ocean off of Doug. Shh, don't tell them our secret location, Rex. I, I'm not. I just said maybe. Mm. Hi, fish. Never mind. Blub, blub. <laughs> All right, well, let's end this. We're running we out of oxygen now. <laughs> say any more embarrassing things. Oh, that's not going to happen. All right, we'll see you guys later. Bye. See you. <laughs> What's that? Nobody knows. Just end it. See ya. See ya.